Evening prayer begins on page 21. Watch ye, for, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall shut forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 66 is begins on page 417. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou, works, through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God, how wonderful he is in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever, his eyes beholdeth the nations. And such as will not believe shall be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our foot to slip? For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us unto the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferedest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go unto thine house with burnt offerings, and I will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices. With the incense of rams I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither, and hearken, all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. 
I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 16th verse of the 13th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Their children also will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be plundered and their wives ravished. Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them, who will not regard silver, and as for gold, they will not delight in it. Also their bows will dash the young men to pieces, and they will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes will not spare children, and Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldeans' pride will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited, nor will it be settled from generation to generation. Nor will the Arabian pitch tents there, nor will the shepherds make their sheepfold there. But wild beasts of the desert will lie there, and their houses will be full of owls. Ostriches will dwell there, and wild goats will caper there. The hyenas will Her time is near to come, and her days will not be prolonged. Here endeth the first lesson. Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth chapter of the book of Revelation. Then I looked, and behold, a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him one hundred and forty thousand, having his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the voice of many waters, and like the voice of loud thunder. And I heard the sound of harpists playing on their harps. They sang as if it were a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders, and no one could learn that song except the hundred and forty-four thousand who were redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These are the redeemed from among men, being firstfruits of God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no deceit, for they are without fault before the throne of God. 
Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of the heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwelled on earth, to every tribe, nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and the springs of water. And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel followed them, saying in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives the mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself also shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, and whoever receive the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who died in the Lord from now on. Yes, say the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and from their works follow them. Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and on the cloud sat one like a son of man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. Another angel came out of the temple crying in a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, Thrust in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap, for the harvest and the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. Then another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle. Then another angel came out from the altar, who had power over the fire, and he cried with a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in your sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. So the angel thrust his sickle into the earth, and gathered the wine of the earth, and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trampled outside the city, and blood came out of the winepress up to the horse's bridles, for 1,600 furlongs. Here ends the second lesson. Now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Blessed Lord, who has caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy Holy of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. We seem to be in a uh, phase in, in Advent here where we're reading our passages and our passages, which, of course, we pray that they would change our lives as uh, all Scripture was given to us to, to help us draw closer to Jesus and to God. Um, but it, we're in a phase where we're seeing the, um, the, the conflict between good and evil, and it seems to keep popping up, um, you know, that it's, it's this big, long-time con conflict, which has actually been happening since Genesis. And, and we see in Revelation, we're starting to come to the end, where we see the, uh, the end of the story. And this conflict, the way it's written for us, it's, it's important for us to remember that... Uh, it's there not to scare us. It's there to give us hope and to reassure us that our God is in charge. So um, in Psalm 66, we see an invitation. We see an invitation to worship God in the first four verses, to come and see what he has done for his people in verses 5 through 7, and then to reflect on what he has done with his people and to praise him in verses 60, I mean, excuse me, verses 8 through 12. And it ends with the psalmist's personal commitment, his testimony, and his praise. And I looked back at it, and I thought, that's a great pattern for life, is to worship, remember what God has done for us, with us, and to end with our um, testimony and our praise. So that's, as we go forth from Psalm 66, we're going to look at Isaiah. And we remember as we're, this, this 
passage opens up and it's not a happy opening when we talk about dashing babies, you know, uh, to pieces and, and it's just not a happy thing. But remember, we're right in the middle of a chapter. And so the Babylonians who, uh, looted, sacked and took Israel captive, tore down the temple, just conquered Israel and, and made it, um, uh, you know, the horrible, did a horrible thing which uh, was their punishment, God used them. But when God uses somebody evil, they're still going to pay the price. And so now the Medes come to conquer the Babylonians, and they and they see that the Babylonians see, uh, you know, what, what real anger is. And that's, how, you know, we start in, in our first verse today with the, with the result. The Babylonians don't care for silver or gold. They aren't persuaded by bribery. Like the Babylonians, when they saw the riches of the temple, they were uh, impressed. And, um, so they, they coveted all the riches and the Babylon, I mean, the Medes just opened up the children being dashed, uh, wives ravished and the houses plundered. And the city of Babylon used to be called the jewel of nations because it was magnificent. And we've read of the seven wonders of the world. One of them is their hanging gardens, which is mentioned even in, in the prophet Daniel. Um, but its beauty doesn't influence the Lord because he treats it the same way he treats, so, treated Sodom and Gomorrah. And these were cities not noted for their refinement, like unlike ba uh, Babylon. And so like Jericho of old, Babylon will be abandoned and no one will live there. And that's what we read. And so that's, that's um, in a way, that's justice. And that sometimes that's what we're looking for is that you, you've hurt our people. And, and then not only were they used by God, but they didn't turn to God. So this is, this is their reward. Uh, and then the Medes will, will experience one uh, at a later date. They'll, they'll also um, have their comeuppance too. But it just shows what control God is in. He can use uh, people who aren't even of his own, uh, aren't, aren't his people, and use them to um, accomplish his will. So now we move into Revelation. And we saw the, the dragon yesterday and the two beasts, the unholy trinity, uh, it came against the people of God, destroyed uh, physically and temp temporally, uh, many of the believers, and we see what happened to them. And, and uh, um, so this is, this, in this act of the story, in this part of the play, we're presented with this great conflict, um, the, the, the uh, conflict between good and evil, order, chaos, obedience and disobedience, loyalty and re rebellion, which has been going on, as I mentioned, throughout human history. And so evil powers have always rebelled against God's authority and attempted to thwart his purposes. And then the believers of John's time, I mentioned, they suffered. And it wasn't just an isolated time or an isolated instant, instant, incident. Um, the struggle was simply another chapter in, in the story of, of all this chaos and, 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 and destruction and disorder and, and, um, and war. So God's prophets were persecuted. We read about that in Jeremiah 38. Uh, the people who first announced the coming of Christ were murdered. Remember Stephen, the um, first martyr? And John reminds his readers that what they need to do is, is have patient endurance and faithful witness. And when they do that, they're actually their contribution to the ultimate overthrow and defeat of the powers of evil. And so we see that uh, the victory part of this is, uh, we're calling this, this uh, evil, this evil part is the great, Babylon. Babylon is falling, and the angel comes and says that. And she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And so she's now drinking from the cup of God's wrath. And we read in Jeremiah 25 a long time ago, um, the Lord told his prophet, Take from my hand this cup, 
Fill to the brim with my anger and make all the nations to whom I send you drink from it. And what is the drink of this cup? It says it's God's wrath. So what I see in this is that, um, you know, there seems to be two cups. You can, you can drink the cup of fornication, which is the way of the world, or, and, and uh, the result of that, you'll end up drinking the cup of God's wrath. Uh, but there's another cup we can drink from. And Jesus asked his disciples, can you drink from the cup that I drank from? And, um, or the cup that I drink. And, and we drink that as we, in baptism, we, we follow Jesus into death and resurrection. And yeah, we have to face our own demise at some point in, in this timeline. But uh, that's the way to get through the door to where Jesus is just waiting for us and, and for us to come into the fullness of the kingdom. And so that's what we do. We wait steadfastly and faithfully. Um, we celebrate uh, that the victory's already won. And, and so this uh, victory of, uh, over Babylon, over the dragon and the beast, it reminds us who God is. It reminds us of our hope, that our hope must be in God. It reminds us that what happens in this world is called temporal. And it's called temporal because it's temporary. And so it reminds us that only God and his kingdom are eternal. Let's continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those from whom our prayers are desired. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfailingly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, 
and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks to Barbara Ryan for being my co-leader, and thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Thank Deacon. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night, everybody.